big retro gamer party a few years and like half the right. high school ended up showing up. It was uh I remember I took my pants off. The best podcast ever. Here's what you missed last week, nerds. Um yeah, you know, it, uh, I don't know. Pretty much anything. Yes, how do, anything. How do you get into guy, hacking? Yeah. Um, when did you hack the Pentagon? <laughs> I'm kidding. You can listen to more things Chris says on the new government wiretap. I know. Now, now look, right now you're listening to a quality program. Tweet us at the podcast, let the underscore podcast. Is it educational? I'm curious to get your dick on it. Tell us to shut the fuck up. John, 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 John. That. Oh my that. gosh. I've never heard of this judgment. You're right. They did the old nasty bit. No. Two people doing this podcast invented it. Oh my gosh. Wait, it's the podcast. Why can't I just go podcast off the board? Oh my gosh. It is like fucking bonkers. Oh my gosh. Kunze, Kunze. Oh my gosh. What is your policy, John, on toothpaste and the flavor of baking soda? Cutting Edge Radio at the Podcastles Nerd 35. But I gotta ask, because I, I always like that. forget that it exists, and I like it. But I like, and I just remembered, like, I want to buy it. Do you use baking soda on anything? I, oh my gosh. I do. Um, I used to a lot when I was a kid. And oh. I remember when I would brush my teeth with it, I was like, this is toothpaste on steroids. You know what I mean? Like, this is doing twice the amount of work that regular shitty, slimy toothpaste does because it's gritty. I feel like yeah. it's like, you know, scrubbing off any grime on my chops. It's like what mechanics use at Thompson Toyota when they wash the grease off in the, yeah, the, right. you know, the special industrial soap where you're like, oh, man, I'm going to exfoliate with this and it takes off part of your cheek. It's like you know, orange. Like it's, it feels like, like orange, sandy yeah. dirt. You remember like that? Orange tube that would like, yeah, it would take off any kind of oil on your hand. We had tubes of that at my house. It was, uh, I wish I had that like sure Jeff's told him. in my life. Because it was so great. It would take off anything. You know, you could have like, you could fall into a puddle of sap and in like five minutes you'd be clean because yeah, of this industrial soap. You could be tarred and feathered and thought to be dead, but someone drop you in a pool of that soap, you're back to normal. <laughs> hey, I love the shirt. John's wearing a Black Panther shirt. And you know what I noticed the other Fucking night? awesome movie. I was listening, I was watching Ghostbusters uh, 1. And they were talking about, uh, Ray was like, I had that house since yada yada. I went to Camp Wakanda. Uh, up, and I was like, oh, I wonder if like the writers in 1981 or whatever made like a Black Panther reference. Uh, it has to be. I mean, Wakanda is a made up place and it's been in like the Marvel Universe since like the 60s. That's what it was then. They referenced Wakanda. That's and I was so like, That's crazy. so good. That's, um, dude, that is like deep trivia. Deep trivia. And the thing about Ghostbusters 1 that was really cool is... It's like way ahead of its time, even today, with the comedy. Like I remember, there was a scene where Harold Ramis is talking to Janine, and he's like, "I," she's like, "I like to do a lot of reading," and he's like, "Print is dead," and it's like, well, "No, it wasn't dead in 1981, but it is dead now." But like, it, Egon, it was so ahead of its time. Egon, Egon saw it coming. Yeah, it's such a good flick. You're so right, man. Uh, Ghostbusters one, the comedies would be funny today, based on like. <clears throat> Based on like the setting, you know, like yeah. it's, it's a drama. I mean, it's a movie about ghosts. It's supposed to be scary, but they put in these jokes that are just so like ironic in the moment. 
Um, right. It's kind of the lot what they do in the Marvel movies. It's interesting. And to me, Ghostbusters, the first one, is the perfect movie. It's funny. All the characters are different and interesting. The pacing is good. They have like a lot of religious references, which I like, which you don't really pick up on. There's a scene where in the car they're talking about the Bible and quoting the end of days and revelations and uh, nobody steps on a church in my town. And But then there's like a love interest. But then there's the – like the whole movie is – is perfect to me. There's never a scene in that movie I watch where I'm like, eh, it's, it's okay. It's That's what the difference perfect. is between the first one and the second one. In the yes. second one, you're like, oh my gosh, they are really just grabbing the, the cash here um, and spending the cash because, you know, all the special effects were so different in the second one. But the first one, there was like no fat. It was like completely trimmed and chiseled down to like no this fat. flawless movie, kind of like Back to the Future. Oh yeah, great example. Back to the Future is a flawless It just goes thing. and goes and goes, and then all of a sudden it's over. Gozer. Fuck. Dozer. What is this? Gozer. If you're watching that movie and you're a ghost, you can say meet us. But if you're listening to the podcast and another shitty setup, you can say tweet us at the underscore podcast. Happy November 1st, man. It's uh, it's yes. November time. It's yep. the season. Oh, you know what? I got to, uh, <clears throat> I have to change my calendar. Uh, my very last Nature Conservancy calendar. Oh, nice! That they gave me. the um, The animal on October was the gray wolf. Now let's find oh, out what nice. November is. I have. Uh, I still have October up too. I have a meerkat on the World Wildlife Fund. And the November the, uh, animal is. Oh. The November animal is. I'm going to give you a hint. Ready? Their nicknames are the sea cows. A manatee. Very good. Hey, Speaking ski- of animals. Oh, you took the dick right out of my penis. Nerd 35, we're just slicing and dicing, setting them up and knocking them down. John uh, suggested eloquently weeks ago we do a segment of uh, top 20 Clark favorite animals, I believe. Yeah, uh, I hate lists, but I realized that, and here's another bit that we're stealing from Lebetard. Uh, they do like a weekly random moment. Well, first yeah, of all, I think that's cool. First of all, they have this thing called the crate of content it's just this bucket of like material Ah. that they like stash away that they don't get to which if we had interns we would probably have a massive collection of and we have two servers filled with it (laughs) and usually when dan's kind of getting into like hr murky water the the producer will hit the the sound you know for the crate of content and they they have to immediately stop the show and one, one, like no matter what's happening, it, it beats everything. They have to stop whatever they're talking about and just pull from the creative content. That's and, amazing. Right now, man, it's it's the best thing on radio. And what they do is, um, one of the bits is what's Dan's top thirty favorite colors are. Thirty? I couldn't even name ten. Dude, the name it's really based on like bizarre color names. You know, it's like periwinkle and Van Dyke brown and oak yellow <laughs> oak sienna, right? Exactly. What was the one, uh, the pink one? Thorn, thistle. There was one called thistle. I remember one of the Crayola crayons. It was like a pinkish. It's like milk Dark thistle. pink. It was like, it was like thistle. I'm like, what is this? Anyway. It's a thistle. But anyway, so I was like, that's just like another stupid list that like, it can, it can lead you down roads, uh, you know, to good material. So I was like, Clark is such an animal guy. What the? I, I'm interested. I want to know what your 20 favorite animals are. Number 20 was the the jag. Yes, number 20 is the jaguar. Uh, I was 
I was going to do one a week because I didn't write out the whole list. But if we want to do it tonight, I could brush through it in three minutes. I can tell you. I'll just do it tonight. I don't drag out another list. I know you're very burnt out with the Halloween list. So I'll just go through it very quickly if you want. I can tighten the 20 off the top of my head. Number 20 is the jaguar. There's a, there's a backstory there. They're cool animals. They come in black, with different do, colors. Why don't you do 19 and down? And we'll stop when, you know, if, if we land on a good one. Because okay. it's not, it's something that it could be fun to drag out, even though it's fucking horrible, hacky, crappy, shitty radio. Hack. You, you and I can do great radio with anything. Number 19 is the homeless person. They're animals. No, I, it's... Show us at Roku, where we were just fired. There's another uh, There's another Halloween costume that's outlawed because it's uh, insensitive to hobos. Is it really? Have you heard like something like that? I believe it. Yeah. yeah. Why would you be a homeless person for Halloween, though? Because it's an I, easy costume. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess you'd have to be like a true hobo, like beard, tattered clothes. But yes. in L.A., in LA, you would just look like a homeless person. People would be like, who's that? I think it would create more trouble in L.A. because there's so many bums that it would like wouldn't be worth it. Yeah, but like, right, like people would, people, like homeless guys would be sneaking into parties dressed, you know, just like, oh, no, I'm in a costume. I just really went all out this year. That's the urine smell. Uh, it's just part of my costume, but it's an yeah, actual, really actual homeless guy. I'm really into it. I like. I always like to play a game in L.A. called hipster or homeless because hipsters look a lot like the homeless here. Because oh, homeless yeah. kind of have a little bit longer hair, usually like crappy, tight kind of clothes. They have a cell phone. You don't know. Is it a hipster? Is it home? a beard usually? Uh, like a weird trucker hat? Is it a homeless guy or is it Un- a hipster? Unkempt hair, unkempt facial hair, dirty clothes, clothes that kind of don't fit right. Right. Yeah, because wow. they're retro clothes because the homeless guy probably had them for 20 years and the hipster probably bought it from like Goodwill that was in there for 20 years. So it's like kind of the same switcheroo. Hipsters get donated homeless hand-me-downs. You know, like we donate clothing to the homeless. The, yeah. homel- the homeless donate their clothes to the hipsters. The homeless. <laughs> That'd be a great bit. Uh, number 19, I'm going to go with the walrus. I am the walrus. They're just such cool animals. They Cuckoo-coo-coo. have tusks. They're like big. They have like mustaches almost. They look like Walter Brimley. Like they're awesome. They're, what the hell are they though? They're like a combination of like so many animals. Like they have huge tusks. And yeah, and they but they look like a seal, right? Yeah, they're like a seal with mixed with a manatee, mixed with like an elephant and an otter, and like a, a hippo. Yeah, they're cool. Those big teeth, those tusks remind me of hippo teeth. Yeah, they're really cool. Which number eighteen on my list is actually a hippopotamus. Hippo hippos are the most dangerous animal in the world, if you can believe that. The. Um... Not to blow Levitard the whole first ten minutes of the show, but every week oh, he has. I'm jacking off his co-host, his co-host right now. It's what? Dugats. Every uh, every Tuesday they have the they have the uh, the guy from Miami Zoo, Ron McGill, on, and it's the most popular segment. Everybody calls in with animal questions. He says, "Oh, really? If you lined up ten rhinos and one hippo, the hippo would do whatever he wanted." Yeah, they're so dangerous. People call and argue. They're like, no way. The rhino is going to destroy. The, the rhinos are going to kill the hippo. And he's just like, I don't care. The hippo is so powerful and strong and like fast that the, he would just throw those rhino out of the way. Yeah, and they're aquatic too. They can go underwater and they're like excellent swimmers. 
uh, it's incredible. We saw some uh, this past weekend in Disney. Oh, yes. We must get into that tonight. I'm really excited for that. The Animal Kingdom. Uh, I love love the Disney topics. Uh, I'll blow through this real quick. The next one on the list is going to be the giraffes. They're big necks. They're either yellow with brown or brown with yellow. They're friendly. They got cool ears. There's nothing I can like about is it true a staple. <clears throat> is it true that at one time they didn't have long necks? Probably. I don't know that fact. Cause their necks to grow because that was really, really the only way to uh, get to food that. Oh my gosh. Uh, you know they weren't uh, fighting for. Get those trees up there. Uh, the top, I guess the the, yeah, the bottom right. half of my list are mostly African savanna animals. Um, but the cheetah is next on the list. Fastest land uh, mammal in the world. They can reach a sprint of 76 miles per hour. So and cheetah too. They're Sl- amazing. Slinky. They, slinky, they yeah. They almost look like they're not even touching the ground when they run because they're just so like thin, but like ripped, like shredded, like naturally muscular. Amazing, right. Amazing beasts. Uh, they're cats. They're truly amazing beasts. Uh, next one on the list, oh, the cheetah too. When I was five at the zoo, uh, when they still had like bars on the cages, I actually climbed into a cage because I wanted to pet the cheetah. And my dad just grabbed what? me at the last second and was like, get out of there. And I was just like, I want to pet the cheetah. And I got all the way in there. And my foot was like the only thing outside. And my dad just grabbed me out. But I was like trying Shut to get in there. the fuck? Are you kidding? Dude, you, sh- you should probably be dead. Uh, he, he, he will tell you that to this day. I was, I was close to death. The thing was like far away. It wasn't like right there. But, but yeah, was, I mean, it I could have been there. there in like one second. My dad couldn't have got in there if, if uh, I got in. You know, like I was, it was oh skinny enough God. as a kid to like squeeze through. I mean, that that changed in the 80s of with course. like the enclosures. You, you couldn't do that now, but I was able to like get in there. Do you, um, hmm, never mind. Go on. Yes. Cheetah. Nick Man from the Balls. It's Dr. Philip Norswater. Big f- Oh, that wasn't your question. Oh. Big, big fan of cheetahs, actually. I think they're just so cool. However, funny fact about them if they don't catch their prey, they're like in deep shit because they burn so many calories, they can die. Yes. That they crazy? do. That is true. It's like they have to catch it and they eat it, and that's all they eat that day. Yeah. And they sleep like for crazy. like another day. They just do that. Next on the list, what are we at? 15? 16. 16. 16 on the list is going to be the polar bear. They're the spokesperson of Coca-Cola. They're the biggest, strongest bear in the world. Dharma, smartest. And yes, the Dharma Initiative. Um, They are very smart. How about Charlie? You know, sometimes I'm up late, high, watching the beep. And uh, polar bears are made to be very clever. They're they're basically the Einsteins of the bear community. (laughs) The BBC. I love when he's like, are you looking at my bum? And then he's like... I, you, you, you've only fired a gun once and he's like alright and then he goes to give the gun to Michelle Rodriguez and he turns around and gives it to Jack Saeed. or uh, Saeed and that was a good move he's my favorite character still Charlie I still rooting for him dude his season 3 uh, run is like the best he's like the really? best character yeah I love I'm almost Charlie to in season, season three. 3 I hope he lives forever I'm almost there I'm on like I have 5 episodes left of the second season and then I'm on 3 so I'm really excited to to see where he goes so just wait for a moment when sun points to the ocean and says, Boat. Hey, guys. How's that? Number 15. I love polar bears. They are cool. Number 15 Vicious is the sea beast. turtle, John. The sea turtle. 
I think that's in my top three animals. They're awesome. The hatchlings. What's a hatchling? You know, like the little baby turtles that migrate back to the sea. And they hatch on the beach. And they go back in the water. It's like it's I saved one the other day. Did you really? You didn't see that video? No. Oh my god! Yeah, dude, it was. I uh, was. Did you the, really? I was at the beach in the morning, and I'm doing guess. yoga, and um, next thing I see this thing oh like f- flopping in the seaweed because there was a shitload of seaweed on the beach. It was abnormal, and I'm. I get up and I look, and it's a baby fucking turtle, and he's str- he's oh, stuck. He's stuck man. in the seaweed, like dying. So I grab him with my fingers. I pinch him, pick him up. I set him down on his stomach. And then I videotape him crawling into the ocean, and I made sure he like got out there. That's amazing. The best. It was like the best morning of my life, dude. That's amazing. Next to when my daughter was born. Well, it's tied. Well, tied. Yeah, it's it's the same thing. Uh, I'll blow through the next one really quick until I get to the top. It was almost the same thing. It kind of is. Bizarre as that is, it's like I did just save something that could live three hundred years if it keeps living. It's life, you know. Right. Uh, 14 is the lion. 13 is a penguin. Number 12. Ooh, wow, the lion, very high. Yes, lion is very cool. Uh, number 12 is going to be a, uh, what is, I'm just going to generalize and just say a lizard in general. What a dragon, a nose. Gecko. Gecko. Chameleon. The reptilian lizards. Um, the descendants cool. of Tyrannosaur. Or maybe number, not. Number 12 is going to be the dolphin. Wow. We all like flippers. Number 11 is going to be the mountain gorilla, the lowland mountain gorilla. What the fuck? The Jubari tribe? What is the mountain gorilla? It's uh, There's like two kinds of gorillas. There's the lowland gorilla and the mountain gorilla. And the lowlands live in the, the plains. The mountains are in the mountains. Uh, so it's gorilla, a gorilla community that lives in mountains instead of trees. Ooh. Right. Crazy. Yeah, but they're cool. They're very smart, and they're very sensitive, and extremely intelligent. What is the... (laughs) What is the... 2% difference? It's getting high as this. Some sticky, icky, icky. I always hear that the gorillas and humans, or maybe that's monkeys and humans, are like 2% different. Yeah, they're heard very close. What they're is it like? Close. They have thumbs on their feet, and their muscle structure is like seven times denser than ours. Yeah, it's something like that. That makes sense. And uh, yeah. their brains. Number eleven is a bison or a buffalo. I'm gonna loop, loop those two together. You know they're different. Oh. I think they're pretty cool. Dances with wolves. I watched a lot as a kid. They used to have buffalo at Rice's Market in uh, Buckingham, Pennsylvania, of all places. As a kid, you could like see the buffalo. You'd pet them. I always thought they were pretty sweet. Buffalo are amazing. Holy fuck, they're huge. And what I mean, a bison looks like a buffalo with just like longer horns and um, a Lloyd Christmas haircut. They do. Yeah, I don't really know the difference. It's I'm just the horns. Yeah, but they're cool. Um, right. the it's so common in fact that we sometimes use the two interchangeably, but if you really want to know the difference between buffalo and a bison, the American bison is native to North and South America and Europe. Right, the other two buffalo species reside in Africa and Asia. Oh, oh I did not know that. Queer. Oh my gosh. Oh, that is bait like. That Folk. is certainly um, Very delightful. Oh, regular squiggly wiggly piggly cracker barrel. Very folksy. Oh, yes. Very, um, very let's do a history of a crinkly cracker barrel. 
Uh, number nine. We got nine on the list. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Now we're in the top ten here. Are we at number nine? Be on board. Ten was buffalo bison. Salad. Yeah, but I'm gonna loop those kind of together. You ever had a bison? Curious burger? to get your dick on it. Uh, I, I want to say I have. I had but I don't one remember of those where. Down in Texas, <laughs> it, it was either the guy cooking them or they're just better. Pretty good. What do I think about? Oh yeah, cloning? yeah, way better. Oh my god. Delicious. Oh, just like juicy and good, and and th- the flavor was like, the flavor is straight white. It was processed. Oh, you know what I mean? But, it felt like yeah. I had killed oh, animal yeah. that day and ate it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Still bleeding. Oh my gosh. It's gamey. Gamey. Oh my gosh. It was oh my gosh. Chew like. Number nine is going to be the. Oh my gosh. A ball sack, and you're the balls. Number nine is going to be the tiger. Tigers are always pretty cool. Awesome. Great animal. Love tiger. I can't, I can't believe how high these. Uh, I can't believe how like high up on the list these majestic beasts are. I'm really dicked for your top five. Yeah, I, I I'm a big uh, I'm a big animal guy. I like that. I like them. They're really cool. Right. So you're like a guy that likes the deep cuts and not the 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 hits, the greatest hits. Well, I like the deep cuts. Yeah. I like the deep cuts. I like the deep tracks and not the uh, the flash in the pan radio singles. You don't hang out with the popular crowd. They're no, boring. No. I'm more about quality than the quantity. That's what we're trying to do. I read zoo books as a kid. I also played with myself when I was 12. Wait, I was thinking out loud. Mom, are you here? I need help. We got a whole no bag of bones right here to deal with. I'm going to bring that up on the uh, the next podcast. Number eight. Is it eight? Seven. Seven? seven. Number seven is a, is a native to, to your Floridian back, backyard, the American alligator. Ah, the gator. Not the crocodile, which I do like, but the gator itself. Oh. They're, they're very majestic beasts. Their heads, Respect them. Their heads are huge, and uh, their mouths are wide. Crocodiles yeah. are, like, skinnier. Right. It's incredible. They're like dinosaurs, Dwight. Now, number six through <laughs> number six through four can be interchangeable. <laughs> My top three are in stone, but the next three, I'm gonna say, they're pretty. I, I love them all equally. I'm gonna oh put the gosh. next one as the rhinoceros. All right. Any, Great. Any specific type of rhino? Uh, unfortunately, there's there's very little left. They're on the the brink of extinction. If you go to uh, rhinos.org, um, you can see how bad things are. Oh, gosh. The pictures, have these... pictures of them with, like, no horns and, like, ba- bandages on their nose. Ugh. It's very sad. Fucking idiots. Because you still have these dumb countries that are dumb people <gasps> in some countries that are like, that's medicine. And you're like, it's not. You're not getting well. It, didn't, it does not cure cancer. Greedy people. Dumb medicine? Who thinks it's medicine? Like China. A lot of people in China and Vietnam think it's medicine. China. 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 The stuff they believe over there about their... China. 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 You know what really blows me away about China, too, is you have so many people in that country that are so fucking smart. And they're geniuses. And they know in a second, like, no, there's no medicine. And then you have this other, like, culture in China where they believe, like, well, the medicine will heal the wounds of your ancient tribe. And they kill. And it's like, why can't you just all be smart? I know I'm generalizing an Asian stereotype here. 
But like it's true. I mean, it's it's, China, China, it's, it's, it's a lot of Asian China, countries. China, only Asian China, countries China, still China. buy these things for like medicinal purposes. And you, you figure they'd be ahead of the game. I know. I uh, and you would think that a rebellion or two would be able to be created with all these smart asses against the crazy guy over there. Right. Next one on the list, number China, China, four, China. five. It's generally speaking, but I'm going to say a bird. More because I like parakeets, and I like toucans a lot. I think the oh. toucan is, like, the coolest-looking animal in the world. Toucan has the best face, the best, like, uh, color scheme. It's amazing. By far. It looks like, it just, it reminds me of the, because there's a bunch of, there's, like, the black and white one with the big orange beak that you see in the Guinness cans. Yes, and right. And there's the one, on, and there's Sam. I mean, the marketing is great. The Fruit Loops spokesman. I love him. <laughs> Two can Sam. Um, number four is going to be another generalization, but it's going to be a whale. I particularly like the sperm whale, Moby Dick. But uh, whales are awesome, man. The size of them. You take a blue whale, full grown, it's like five school buses. I mean, it's incredible how big oh a blue whale is. Oh, a blue whale. I'm looking at the sperm whale. It's funny. They look pretend, you know, like they look like a drawing. They do. Of a whale, like what a whale yeah. looks like in a video game. They look like, yeah. It's like the long, like... The big head funny. and the tiny they look tail. like torpedoes, like a penis or something. They're called sperm whales. They're awesome. Yeah, right. They just basically look like giant sperm. Uh, blue whale. Are they the biggest... Let's go, baby! The world, like the biggest living creature. They are indeed. They're incredible. You just Google blue whale. They're they're just majestic. Like they, the, f- the first picture you see, they show like a man, a six foot man, swimming next to a blue whale, and he's like one twentieth the size. It's amazing. <laughs> and they're 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 uh, for the most part they're herbivores. Like they're not going to kill you. It's not like a shark or anything. Right. They eat like, um, sh- not even shrimp. Like krill, smaller than shrimp. Like oh, krill. The bugs of the ocean. I'm going to start ordering krill at restaurants. So it looks really weird. Like, yeah, I'll take a, a bowl of krill. And they're like, sir. And I'll be like, get out of here, you backgammon. And they're like, sir, are you just making up names? And I'll start drooling oh, myself. The government. Hammer of Thor. You backgammon. Oh, hammer of backgammon. Thor. Locke's, Locke's favorite game. Uh, the oldest game of all. Uh, backgammon. Um, number three on the list is it's going to be. Jesus Christ. A, a, <laughs> Sister Linda Jean comes on the show and starts blasphemizing us. That didn't work. Number three is a snake. Love snakes. snakes. No specific type. What is it like, checkers? Snake. Uh, I mean, I have ball pythons, so I like them, but I think the coolest snake in the world is going to be the reticulated python. They're the largest in the world. Uh, there's one in a zoo in, I believe, the Philippines. It's 49 feet long. What? Uh, the, the prettiest looking Ooh, one. Ooh, the yellow one. And you can now buy these at Pets at Petco, which I don't really agree with because they're not snakes for kids, but the green tree python is now available, and those snakes are awesome. But good for beginner snakes. Whoa. Damn, that is like the closest thing to an alien or 
um, it looks like the snake in the Jungle Book. Like it looks cartoonish. Yeah, car. <laughs> Number two is my namesake, Clark the Shark. I love sharks. Oh, whoa! All of my heart. They're awesome. Hmm. Now we're down to number one. I was I'm kind of shocked here because I was expecting one to be a shark, but then I was like, that's eh, too easy. That's too obvious. There has to be one that that defeats it, and I think I know what it is. I think you do. Can I take, take a stab a, at it? Can I can I take a guess? Does it begin? Oh, does it begin with the letter E? Yes. Elephante. Yes, sir. Tell us why you love the elephant, Clark. Number one animal. I love the elephant because as a little child, I would watch Dumbo day in and day out. Oh, and no. I go to the zoo, and they had elephants. Great adventure to see elephants. And I just think they're the coolest thing in the world. And it breaks my heart that they're just being killed like 15,000 a day or something crazy like what? that. Yeah. It's really bad. Why? Um, the same reason. The, the ivory, the tusks. Oh. But they're they're amazing majestic beasts and uh, oh yeah, my God, the the small one now this Dumbo movie that's coming out, I don't know if I'll be able to see it because Hannah will be like two or three when it comes out on you know whatever to buy right. in her house. So oh, it's so sad. I hate it, but it's so great because the feather idea is like Thor's hammer. You know, it's like yes. you don't really need the the feather. You can do all this yourself. It's a genius idea. Yeah, I love that idea. I like it too. It's kind of like my Miller Lite. It makes me strong. No, it doesn't. You just fell on the stairs. The government! Tweet us at the underscore podcast. Let us know your favorite animals. And uh, I want to get into the Disney thing, man. But to segue into that, I need to ask you, are you excited with Hannah to watch these like movies again with your daughter, like to relive them? Uh, oh my as a God, kid, like yeah. you know, you watch like you're. It's like watching them for the second time, for the first time, almost, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you're like, you're watching. Yeah, exactly. You're watching it again, and because they make it for adults, and you don't notice that when you're a kid. But yes, you're, you're you're like, you're watching her watch it every day. You know, because there's a movie that we watch every day, and every day, oh, nice. every day she watches it, yeah, right. she like remembers more parts. You know, like oh. she'll hear a part that like, I don't know, she likes or something visual happens and she'll stop whatever she's doing to look at the TV. She knows. Like, what's a movie that she's watching this week? Like, what's the what's the movie of the week? What's the Hannah pick? For the last like two months, every single day at four o'clock. Oh. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say like Pinocchio or something, you know, Lion King, Guardians of the Galaxy. This daughter awesome. is my daughter, so she will have a jump on film and all things entertainment with her friends. She'll know everything before everyone. She'll and be impressioned. She'll be schooling the teachers in film school from first grade in her first grade chair. And this is why it's such a shame that James Gunn got fired, because that movie, man, is for yeah. babies, teenagers, and adults. It's so fucking funny, and there's all this like color, and there's all this action, and animated right. voices, and the little Groot, the character that's like a tree, he's Groot. like he's like a baby. Hannah's like obsessed with him. Every time he's on oh. the, the TV, she laughs. See, that's what you awesome want to movie. hear. That, yeah, that you're you're impressioning her with like good things. You're not just like let's watch the same stupid cartoon every day, and you know it's like no, no, the, the, that will help. You and I are an example of that that will help you in life. 
right. later on to have these impressions. Like us with the gangster rap. You yeah. can laugh at that all you want, but it's like more culture than most by the time right. you reach college. Right. Than like, you know, it's like, look, we, we don't live there and we didn't have any control of that. So we're going to try to learn as much as we can of it from this this medium. Right. Well said. Like space, Did, space battles. Space battles. <laughs> uh, so you guys went to the island Lost and the Dharma Initiative themed ride with Hannah this weekend, right? Isn't that a new theme park, the Lost theme park? Would that blow your mind if Disney came up with a Lost theme park? Oh, well, they could. Would you, would you just drop everything and go, like day one? If it was like in Hawaii and it was like $10,000 a ticket, you'd still make it there, right? Uh, yeah, of course. I just don't know what it would be. It's just Hawaii, but they just call it Lost, and you're like, well, we're here. And you're like, yeah, you, you can walk around the island. You can start, like, make a tent. And they're like, this is the shittiest theme park ever. Is there any characters? There's some others. There's I don't some, know. There's some animated trees that shake in the jungle, and it kind of looks like something's in there. Scary monster. <laughs> Clark, it's, hey, here's Clarko uh, blowing oh, some smoke. Geez. I guess it's a smoke monster. How's Clarko going to get out of this one? There's Clarko. Who is that guy? Who is that little cartoon Muppet? Who's following me around? He's always yelling that. So you and Miss uh, so, yeah. Hannah and last Ash, I don't know why I'm doing these stupid surnames. You and Hannah and your wife went, met with the Smiths and you guys went to Disneyland, Disney World. Magic Kingdom or Animal what Kingdom? What did you do? Went to we the just... Animal Kingdom. See, I'm curious about this because I've never been there. We just went there for the day. We drove up in the we, morning. Okay. We drove up, we left at like 6 o'clock in the morning, got up there at like 9 uh, and... <clears throat> We get to Animal Kingdom, and, dude, it is just like, it, okay, the, the the place itself has just, it, I swear it expands every week. Like, every year, there's like three new rides at all these parks. I don't know where the land is. I don't know what they're doing. I think they're like shutting some rides down and making them new rides. Yes. How does that happen? It's just unbelievable. They're, they're doing like, they're talking about doing an Indiana Jones land now. Like, where's this land coming from? Indiana Jones? Like, what the fuck? That has no following. That's over. It's like the kids these days don't watch Indiana Jones. Yeah, I didn't. You can you can give me a fine. I didn't mean to crowbar that in, but I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, they're great movies, but how, what are you gonna do? Do you, like Nazis? Right. Like, like a, that's what right. like the movies are. Like, are you gonna have like Nazis chasing? Like, you can't. Come on. And like Star you, Wars is, is a land. That's right. a land you can do. That's a, an anthology. They're Indiana Jones. It. You might as well do like James Bond Land or Dick Tracy Land. Like, yeah. Leave it, the lands alone. But anyway, it's like so. I know they're I know they're making another Indiana Jones. I think with Harrison yeah. Ford and everything, but still, the Kingdom of the Crystal Cock. We're the we're the audience that goes to that. We're not going to theme parks for rides. That's little kids and parents. No, no. but they're doing the, the the new land they're doing is that uh, that you're talking you're referring to is outside of California Adventure. What did you say? Did you say they're, they're doing a new? Oh, you you're said they're always talking about doing new lands. They're doing a new, new like Star lives. Wars park. Like the, it's like a planet, but like yeah, just everything. There's just more from when I was there last. Like not even ten years ago, uh, it was like five or six years ago I was there, and it just seemed like there's just more to it all the time, and everything's like rearranged, and all the maps are different, and whatever I remembered <laughs> from the last time is not the same. So. It's true. Not only I want to be familiar. 
Not only has the park expanded, so <laughs> so have the people. <laughs> Lots of uh, pre-diabetic and post-diabetic constituents in the uh, facility. Lots of, uh, let me have a third slice of pie, even though I only had two uh, slices of banana cake, and uh, I don't know what the fuck banana cake is, but let's just keep piling on the weight. Lots of, uh, let's um, give me another insulin shot, and then maybe an Adderall so I can prop myself up on my get-up stick, and then go get some more turkey leg and ham bones to shit out later on. <laughs> the people are very large at these places in a lot of ways it's almost sad they all look like they're really having a hard time walking through the park and it's like they've been oh there gosh. since the doors opened meanwhile it's 10 a.m can i ask you a parental yeah, right. question about disneyland dick me i'm very curious about this and i thought about it and i forgot and i want to ask you now and then i'll shut up for the story you and i are very quick people when the car stops and we put it in park, the keys are in your hand and we're out. I know myself at a lot of these places, I can be very impatient if I'm like, what the fuck's the hold up? Let's go get the straw. But being a parent now, I know you're not ever going to have that problem with your kid, I, I, nor would I. I get that. But do you now have sympathy for other parents when you're like, okay, I'm going to let them go. They're getting their kid in the stroller. Or you still get a little frustrated, like, come on, get this fucking kid out of the way. Or does that change you a little bit? Yeah, I think because I'm... <clears throat> I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not like stuck waiting for someone to get their shit together because I'm getting my shit together. Ah, you know what I mean? The same Deadpool. I'm just trying to keep my little group like still and calm and like everybody together and everyone's right. Like I'm not even noticing everybody else. Like basically, dude, I brought this right into the park and good for you i was like i'm not gonna make it without this because this place is crazy and yes you can drink but like when you're drinking and your baby's with you you're not really drinking you're kind of just like sipping staying normal you yeah. know because your anxiety is so high the beer just kind of like keeps you at a flat line right and you have to a heartbeat self-medicate with a little bit something uh stronger yeah so we're in, and I don't know. We're trying to text, and of course there's no signal in there at all. I think like cell phones just shut down once you're in Disney World, once you start seeing the... Because, you know, normal highway signs are green, but once all of a sudden you're in Disney World, they, they turn purple, and it's like right. Epcot, yeah, right. four miles to the left. It, it literally is its own world. Uh, oh, yeah. And I'm like, let's just keep walking. Smith will shout my name out when he sees me. Trust me. Two seconds later, John Smith yells out my name. Outside of the park. And no, they're in, we're in we're in the park now. I mean, like, it, dude, it took an hour to get in. We had to stand in, in, in line. Yeah, right. We stood in line for 40 minutes uh, to pick up our, our tickets at Will Call. And I'm like, why is it taking so long? I go up to some, you know, cast member. I'm like, why is it taking so long if we already ordered our tickets to get our tickets? This is insane. She goes, oh, you have to go to another line over there. We went to another line over there. That took two minutes. We got our tickets. We're in. Smith yells right. my name. Smith's with his four kids. God bless him. And his wife. And they're all around these. Oh, they're in Pandora World. That's the new world. Oh, right, right. And they're at the floating islands. Like, you know, the islands in the movie. They're yeah, right. Floating. Yeah. They, they, like, make it seem like they're, they're there. They're real. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It is. And then 
all of a sudden, these like rocks that we're like sitting on, that are like near the islands, these hanging islands, they start like drumming. They start like making noise. And these three dudes come out. Oh no. You know, these three performers. Right. They come out and they start singing some song about the banshee. You know, the thing that they fly in uh in Pan what is it called? Not Pandora, uh Avatar. Avatar. The thing that they fly. Yeah. There's some song like and you drum and you clap and I'm like, I gotta get out of here and I fucking I like leave because it was so I was like not in a good spot and I was like in the kid's way, so I like had to walk around and was like you know, behind it, like far away. I was in like deep left field watching from a distance. Everybody else was in the infield. (laughs) And uh pretty amazing though to see. But these guys, dude, oh my god. Uh oh. They're like, here we go and let's tap and tell. Oh, how embarrassing. Like, so unbelievably, like, I don't know any other word, but just It's like the gay. Animal Kingdom version of, uh, like, let's sing a birthday song at, uh, you know, TGI Fridays <laughs> for you, and let's all come out. You're just embarrassed. Like, you don't even want it to happen. Like, nobody ever enjoys that. The whole time I'm going, just stop, just stop. And then they, like, get a, cr- a crowd member into it, and he has to, like, Aww. do this thing with a stick, and, you know... <laughs> So, uh, I I'm on the uh, same boat with you on the like performers that aren't in costume. Like I mean, not in like a a cartoon costume. Like stop it. Just uh, it's, it's yeah. just embarrassing. It's degrading almost. Like really, you do this for money? And like you know, he's got like the head. But I didn't even know if he was like. I mean, I I know they were singing, but they were like mime drumming. Like they were drumming, and it was making noise, but they weren't really drumming. They were drumming with like sticks that don't make noise. They're, they're playing air drums, all air those. drums, basically. Uh, and so, yeah. So the whole time I'm like, just end, just end, please. Can this just fucking end? Finally, it ends. <laughs> just end. we go on the safari, and that was really cool because they let you bring beer on. Which was yeah, that's pretty sweet, especially for Disney. Me. Usually, they're pretty uptight with the whole alcohol thing. Oh god, they're uptight about a lot. But that, they let us, you know, and, you know, you see everything. Every animal that you listed um, besides the polar bear was pretty much on that list. That's pretty amazing. Um, God, I, of course I just Google elephant. I was just Googling the, uh, the animals that you were uh, mentioning. And every yeah. time, no matter what animal, the third picture in is always that animal, like, being, like, dying. I know, it's terrible, man. There's, there's, there's too many assholes killing too many animals in the last like 20 years most of these populations have dropped by like 50% like more than like the last 500 years it happened in the last 20 I'm sorry it's sad brought the house down no that was all me um no so no no. so uh here's the point uh now look uh so we get done the uh, safari that was awesome uh, right. no. And then Hannah's kind of getting a little like itchy, and we're like, "Hey, you know, it's like two o'clock. Itchy. Like we we could leave and like go to your hotel, go to the hotel, and hang out by the pool before we go to dinner." Heather's like, "No, Mickey oh, no. and Mickey and Minnie are here." I was oh, like, well, yeah, you gotta see him. I'm like, "How do you know?" She's like, "It's a secret. It's like some weird thing that one no. of her friends told her about that like you know works here, works at oh, Disney." Wow. So we go to this place that you're supposed to go, and they say, we're like, hey, are Minnie and Mickey here? 
She goes, 20 paces northwest. And Did ask, she say that? And ask for Goofy. Yeah, I swear. And we're 20 like, paces? What if you said the wrong word? She's like, no, no, not here. You have to say like, the right combo. So we do, dude. We go like, it was basically like 20 steps. And there's a person waiting there, not looking at us, like looking up. <laughs> and we're like, is Goofy here? And she goes, head down. If you get to Asia, you've gone too far. <laughs> and we're like, what? So we start Riddle is this? We start walking and we're walking and we're walking. And this woman is standing there and she walks right up to us and goes, you have a child. Would they like to meet Mickey and Minnie? And we're like, yeah. And she's like, come with me. And she, she takes us in what oh looks, gosh, lo- looks like, like a, a private thing. It looks like, you know, how there's like a little area outside, like a bathroom that you like walk in. And then if you go right, there's men's and left, there's women's. There's yeah, just like yeah, a little that's where like, I usually end up throwing up before I get to the men's room and crying. I mean, yeah, I know exactly what you're referring to. It's usually where I poop my pants when I don't make it. Uh, right. But th- that, that led you into like another room that had like a space mountain line. Is Hannah still itchy at this time? She's not like in the mood, but Heather's thinking. I just like the adjective itchy. That's now a thing. Yeah, like she's not itchy, but like she, her personality seemed like she was itchy. She was just like, <laughs> she wants the show to come on. She's like, I want to go like take a nap or like, you know. So Heather's like, no, she'll see Mickey and Minnie and she'll get in a good mood. And I'm like, all right, well, I got to piss. So you can you can wait in line with her because I don't think she's in the mood to be here anymore. Even though we right. just paid two hundred dollars to get in like two hours ago, but I was I, oh, it doesn't matter. Gracious, I, I just wanted to meet up with Smith and whatever. I actually paid for those tickets with that money I was winning in the gamblings. Oh, smart man, Uncle Jonathan's corn cob dick. I got to two hundred and just took it out and bought the tickets. So okay, so I go to the bathroom. At this point, I'm kind of drunk. Yeah, good. And, and I've been toking. I get out of the bathroom have no idea where we were because oh, remember no. remember we had to like give a passcode and like double back 20 paces and like climb a rope and like climb over a, a fence to get where we were yeah I you're like, like where the tail end of the plane fell and lost you don't know where the fuck you are I mean you're like anywhere in Disney Bernard's alive yes yeah he's back he's a white guy I didn't expect that Bernard Nadler um, so yeah. good actor, good character, actor. dentist. Uh, after forty-five minutes of walking around, I finally find them. Dentist scale, like literally wandering. How, after how long? Forty-five minutes, dude. In Disney drunk thing, that's like four hours. That's a long time. That's like sweat and fear creeping in territory. At least for me, forty-five minutes of walking around, I'd be like, all right, what's going on? I was losing it. Imagine like a spider web. You know, that's like how the park's set up. There's like a circle with like parts that shoot out into other like, there's like Africa and Asia and like, I don't know, just like different worlds where where their animals are. Los Angeles. So I must have like went to the same three places over and over, over and over. And then finally was like Asia. If they said you went to Asia, you went too far. So I just went to Asia and I looked around and I saw one of Smith's kids. Two minutes later, Heather comes walking out. Hannah's screaming. Oh, no. Screaming? As soon as Safari Mickey and Minnie came walking over, she flipped out and was scared of them. was like, get oh, me out of here. Safari Mickey and Minnie with like the hats, like the Melania Trump outfit kind of thing going on? 
Kansas City Mickey. Kansas City Mickey. She, she was crying. Yeah, she didn't like it. I was like, I told you she was itchy. Yeah, she was definitely itchy. And that just put talcum powder right off of the wound and put uh, red pepper back on. That doesn't make any sense. But yeah, it, it wasn't good. Did you guys leave the park then, or were you like, was Heather still committed? Like, no, we're going to salvage. Like, was she, was she like, we're going to salvage this day? No. Like, what she... time is this that you're like, this is happening? Now it's like three o'clock. So like we've been there for like <clears throat> like four hours, you know, like we we went on yeah. the safari thing. We just kind of like we watched like this guy perform like this weird African pipe tube musician uh, instrument kind of thing. Was Smith just there for vacation with his family? And then you guys picked a day to like they go went, up there. They went Wednesday to Wednesday. So we I was like, that's perfect. We'll go Saturday because, you know, most people like come and go on Saturday. So we we're like, ah, right in the middle of the week, we crashed at their place, did not nice. get any. So okay, dude. After that, we go back to the pool, hang out, drink more. Me, Smith, Jill, and Heather were like drunk by the time we went out to dinner. But you know, we took shuttles. We didn't drive, and uh, yeah. and with four kids and a baby, and three boys, a little, a two-year-old girl, and a nine-month-old girl. You guys have your hands mm. full. We had to. Uh, but the funny thing is, we get back to their place at like nine o'clock. All four of their kids get into bed. Smith and Jill get into bed. They all are asleep within two minutes. Really? And Heather like and they are, can just go to go out like that. Well, you think about it. They were up, they were up real They're exhausted. Early. Oh my they were gosh! At the park real early, and that's just what Disney yeah. does. And I was too. It does but, wipe you out. But I was still kind of drunk and like not ready to go right to bed. And I was, right. you know, I was with Smith, like my buddy. I was like, yeah, you know, let's go have a beer and like watch Sports Center for like an hour before we go to bed. Yeah. And, but no, two two minutes later, he's snoring. Heather and I, oh, and, and Hannah's wide awake. And Heather and I are looking at each other like, what the fuck are we gonna do? Where Where did you guys sleep? In another room on the same floor? Same room. They had two oh, like cots or something. They had two queen beds and a pull-out couch. The boys slept on the pull-out. How do you guys couch. have sex with all those kids in there, though? I'm just I'm kidding. No, you know, that's slowly terrible. and uh, under the covers. and a lot of coughing, a lot of coughing <laughs> to make up for the noise. <laughs> just in and out, real slow. Uh-huh. But you guys were were in the same room, and and but you guys are like awake, like you're one, you're like kind of wanting to do stuff at this point. No, what was Heather no, like? Was she like no. wanted to hang out, and drink or something? Or well, after I mean, they all went to bed. We we kind of were like, all right, let's uh, turn in. But Hannah's still rolling around and talking and blah blah blah. <laughs> you know, like doesn't want to go to sleep. So Heather like forced t- sleep. Walks her around in the hallway, which is bright as shit. So she's not falling asleep oh, there, sure. you know. And then finally, I don't even remember. I passed out. I was just dead. Uh, Heather got her to sleep. What hotel did you guys stay at? Cause I know the I know the Disney uh, area well. We were at the. Uh, was it like a themed hotel, like a Disney themed hotel? The, it was in the park. It was like uh, across oh, the yeah. boardwalk. Um, okay, but it's it's a Disney it. hotel. It's not like a Holiday Inn or something. No, yeah, we took yeah we took like Disney shuttles. Oh yeah, to then you're in it for a good time. Yeah. yeah. And the next day, you know, the next morning we got up and the Eagles played at nine thirty, so we went to the ESPN zone and. Kind of got drunk there and ate food. Oh, nice. Didn't really get drunk there, but had a couple of beers. And the Eagles won, which was terrific. 
Yeah, it was a one thirty game, right? Well, it was nine thirty here because they were in London. Oh right, they played the uh, Jaguars. Right. They, right. They Got started it. at like four in the morning, four thirty yeah. in the morning, five thirty in the morning. That's that's a great combo though. Oh. Morning football. I've said that in the show before. Oh. If there's a if there's a, if the Eagles play a one p.m. game here and it's ten a.m. here, you wake up with eggs and football and like oh. not doing anything. It's great. Diamond cutter. You know, blue vein, like, 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 it's like a flotation device. So we, we wash up and we eat and we, we leave. Heather right. and I drive back home. Dude, I, I think today everything stopped hurting. Really? Oh, I can imagine, man. That, it ages you. One day at Disney, and I, I don't have kids, I can't comment on that, but I've oh been gosh. there with Jen's niece and nephews, and I was only with them for like half the day, and it wore me out. It's Dude, a lot. The tops of my feet and my shins, because I'm not running. Oh, I'm shit. walking fast everywhere. Oh, that's worse. And the 45 minutes I was lost, I was like race walking for 45 minutes. Yeah, that's back is fucked painful. up. Oh. You need some sticky icky icky up in your up in your lungs. I don't know how Smith is doing it for a week with four kids. How do you do that? But I guess he's iron. You know, he's he's hardened. You know, he's been doing four with yeah. four kids for like a while. He's you know, like he, Yeah, he can handle it. He's conditioned. That's how he can fall asleep in two seconds. That's what I call like a super dad, and yourself included. To go on these expensive vacations where it's like easily like five grand total. I mean, for a week at Disney with four kids, it's there's oh no way it's under, it's under five grand. <clears throat> I mean, that's a trip. And it's beautiful, and it's memories, and it's magic, but, like, the energy, you're, you'd have to be wiped out at the end of the day. Like, just, just wasted. I, I was like, I don't care how much shitty food we ate. We were, like, marching all over, carrying Hannah. Like, we burned it all off. We're fine. Oh, yeah. Did you guys eat the shitty food? Like, not the shitty food, but the... I high caloric I can't stuff. I can't really remember. I mean, I knew we drank a lot and then for breakfast we had burgers and mac and cheese during the Eagles Sounds game. That's pretty good. <laughs> Were you is Animal Kingdom is that what it's called? Disney's Animal Kingdom? Mm-hmm. Is it like Disney Disneyland or Magic Kingdom where you're just hungry all the time because they put that stuff in the air and there's food everywhere and you're like I don't need a big turkey mutton chop leg cuz I just ate a burger but I'm going to buy one and eat it cuz my brain tells me I'm hungry. But you're not, because Disney like makes you want to spend money. They pump. Shit. They like pump the smell of like vanilla and peanut butter and popcorn at different moments, and then like barbecue all the time. I swear, I'm like, I don't see a barbecue anywhere. I don't see smoke billowing, but I smell smoke barbecue. Billowing. You know, Signals. I smell burgers on the grill. Did you guys buy unnecessary souvenirs, like Jen and I do? I guess for the kid I, you should. But. I bought Cole, my godson, Smith's uh, second oldest boy. I bought him a Buzz Lightyear thing. Uh, oh, nice. And Heather bought me a long sleeve shirt. We went out to dinner. You know, that motorcycle club. Saturday night when we went out to dinner, I was so cold. Heather got me a long sleeve shirt that's like my happy place. I think that's yeah. what it says on it. It's pretty cool. Long sleeve. Teal. So you can wear that again. Uh, you yeah. can't wear what I bought at uh, Pirates of the Caribbean ride, or New Orleans Square when I was cold. I bought a um, a sweatshirt, sweat, 
jacket, a hoodie mm-hmm. that says Dead Men Tell No Tales with a huge pirate logo on the back because it was the cheapest thing it. there and it was freezing. And I just found it the other day and I was like, there's no way I could ever wear this like in public. No, not and in public, but at your house. You, you can't see the wall, but I'll, I'll show you one thing I have. Whenever we go to Disney, we buy overpriced, expensive artwork, and I have a wall hanging up. And here's the latest. This is uh, Walt and Mickey. Kind of cool. But there's Dumbo up here. There's Goofy. I'm just like, oh, yeah, this will look great here. Jen's like, we're, we're not hanging this up what like the all over the fuck? house. So I have just a wall of, like, Disney stuff. It's great. Dude, that's awesome. You should have all that behind you. <laughs> you know, as, as part of your... Up, but- as part of your studio backdrop, as a as a representation of who you are. Yes, I should. I'll rearrange that. It is a money pit, and but it is great, and it is memories there. And uh, I love Disney, man. I think it's such a cool spot. I mean, you I think get it burn out the, pretty quickly, but it's, it's the it's grandest awesome. achievement of capitalism. Oh, it's the best. It's the it's recession proof. It's like number one in the human race of all history. Disney. It's like the It'll number. Never. It's like the biggest thing ever created out of. You know, nothing. And it all started with a drawing of a mouse. The rodent. A disgusting, ground-bottom-feeding, <laughs> lab-tested rodent. <laughs> a disgusting, harbor-bitten, uh, purified, Bunsen-burner-tested, syringed-dissected rat. My dog's in here with me, actually. Oh, yeah, it's Matt and James, yes. Do you want to take a quick break and come back with uh, sure. some Sports with John, some other juicy things? Hell yes, Sports with John. I have uh, a lot. Uh, not a lot, but some juicy topics. Ooh, juicy. We shall return to the podcast's Nerd 35, puberty-like, after this. <laughs> what? Dickers. <laughs> the bush dickers. <laughs> oh no. That's one of those things that's not that funny, but like for right now it's right now. hilarious, but it has the no like it has dickers. no like uh staying power. In like no, an no. hour, it won't be funny at all. No, it would be funny when we re-listen to it. Nobody's laughing now when they're listening to it, but to, at this moment, <laughs> at this under. moment, there's no better team to announce. Whacking away, whacking, whacking away. Oh, the Bush Dickers. Anthony Cooper. Wasn't your father's name Anthony Cooper? Yeah, why? He's dead. I thought that was the most horrible way to tell someone their dad died. I guess it's okay given the history. Right, yeah, because she hated him. He's dead. It's like, hey, Anthony Cooper's kind of a common name. Maybe let's double 
double check it a little bit. It's not like is his name, you know, Pierre Frangelico. It's like okay, in Florida, okay, it's probably him. But Anthony Cooper, kind of common. Frangelico. <laughs> He's dead. What's in the bag, Locke? Uh, when the hitman came, you know, collect money or whatever to see if that was alive. What's, in the, what's in the bag, John? I was hoping in my head that it would be what he said because Locke's smart, but I was thinking it's not going to be. But then it was, and it paid off really well. I thought, like, nah, the money's going to be in there even though I'm hoping it's not. But then it wasn't, and they gave you exactly what you wanted to see as a, as a viewer. It's funny. There's another time that happens with Locke. But that guy, one of that guy's hit, that hitman's voice was the voice for Mama's Iced Tea. You know, he's like, what's in the bag, John? <laughs> was it? Come on Is down to Mama's Iced Tea. Yeah, yeah, that's where I got it from. Mama's Iced Tea, what's in the bag? No, thanks for the clarification. Paperwork, I'm a home inspector. Joel Embiid, th- <laughs> the 41 points as the Sixers beat the Clippers, 122-113. 41 points, holy shit, that's awesome. How much? 41. I'm pretty sure that's his career high. Oh, my gosh. 13 boards. Sixers win and now improve oh my to gosh. 500. They're undefeated at home. That's awesome. 4-0. They haven't won on the road. 4-0. Uh, I could just keep well, going. What's going on with Florida? What's going on with Florida? So and what's... Now, um, Sports of John, 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 John. Sports of John, sports of John, sports of John, sports of John. Sports of John, 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 John. Sports of John, sports of John. John, 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 John. John, 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 John. Sports of John, 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 from Hurricane Andrew. I was just going to say Hurricane Andrew. Yeah, that was 1992. So what? Okay, that's what's going on. How is everyone in Miami dealing (laughs) with Dan Marino's retirement? How is the Cuban population dealing with the stereotypes from the film Scarface? I don't want to be politically incorrect, but how are the immigrants? Look, I don't want to be politically incorrect, but that fucking mayor Bloomberg, fucking no, that that's 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 politically incorrect. Okay, so it's it's. I don't want to be politically incorrect, but I'm gonna say something completely politically incorrect <laughs> and offensive. Uh, uh, scores around the league. Denver continues to win. No, kind of forever. Uh, Denver is seven and one. Yeah, the Nuggets. And they beat the Cavs 91-110. Uh, Boston, Milwaukee, 76-66 in Boston. Milwaukee. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I swear, last night on Sports Center, maybe it was this morning, the guy, it's a guy and a girl, and they're doing the Bucks recap, and uh, the guy goes, and here we are live from Milwaukee, which is Algonquin for the good land. And he just goes right into it, and it's like that's amazing. I know. I was like, oh, who, who? He deserves a promotion, whoever that was. There's like, there like a little chunk of, of dudes our age who all got that. 
Yeah, that that's amazing. Yeah, right. There's a small, small China, and if you didn't know, it still works because it's true. That's in Wayne's World One when Wayne and Garth get backstage passes to Alice Cooper, and they meet him, and he's like this, you know, educated, like intelligent guy who knows like the history of Milwaukee, and uh, it's, it's, Alice it's like Cooper. ironic. Uh, the Thunder over the Hornets, one eleven, one oh seven. And then later tonight, the Pelicans will face off against the Blazers. Um, Blaze days. I wanted to talk about this jackass who plays for the Panthers. And uh, I think he played for the 49ers, Eric Reed. I think he got cut because he was kneeling. Oh, yeah. And and he called Malcolm Jenkins (gasps) to sell out because Malcolm Jenkins got the NFL minority players' money so he could help them not get discriminated against. What else was he supposed to do? Called him out. Uh, yeah, he's doing a good thing. And now I think he's, uh, he told his coach, I don't care. I'm going to kneel every game. He got cut. No, he's still playing. Uh, um, They'll stick around for a little bit. They can't really cut guys like that right now. <gasps> it'd be too political. You know? Right, right. Be a, so, it'd be a collusion. It'd lose fans and, right. Collusion. They just have to ignore it or embrace it, but they can't really, like, bite it because that's too much, like, uh, too much friction. We'll come back on them. To moonwalk back to the NBA, Matthew. <laughs> There's been some rule changes that I didn't even really know about and was never even aware about. Say what? <laughs> that are apparently creating more scoring. Did you know this? Jonathan, uh, my dick is picked. If you get an offensive rebound, you only get 14 seconds shot clock instead of 24. So you kind of like are rushing to score again instead of like, all right, let's run another play, you know, set it back up at the point. Um, So it's weird. I didn't really... uh, Strange. I didn't really know about it, but Adam Silver says, like, that's what we want. We want more scoring, so... If the clock is running faster or you know shorter, you're gonna you're not gonna set up. You're just gonna put the ball back in as fast as you can. So it's interessante. That is kind of uh, imperviable and interessante. Like I'd be curious to um, see the variations of that um, the sport, the athletic, um, scholastical experiment. <laughs> UFC Golden Knights over <laughs> over to college football. Oh wow, this is interessant. I need to come up with a new word. Uh, The UFC Golden Knights, UCF Golden Knights, I always say UFC. UCF Golden Knights, University of Central Florida. They are on track to win their 20th game in a row. Um, Oh, my goodness. They went undefeated last year, um, didn't make the Final Four, didn't get any. They called themselves national championships, and they sold shirts that say national champions, but they're not, like, officially. They just didn't lose. They just Um, didn't lose. And didn't get a chance to, you know, play Alabama or Clemson. Currently, they are playing Philadelphia's own University of Temple. Ooh, the Owls. And at halftime, they're losing 34-28. to High-scoring affair. Should have taken the over. Oh, yes. Certainly a a, a cater detribande of point-down wishes. Yes. 
כן, שקט נראה בלק פונץ', ספינבורד, בוגזל, פורמקלד. Top four currently in the college football rankings, which they make a show out of every week. Uh, oh, I know. And it's just so, it's, I mean, it's awesome because number one and number three play each other this weekend. Every single play, if you watch this game Saturday night at eight o'clock, it's going to be like a Super Bowl because these are really like the two most storied teams Uh, recently that like like LSU's defense is insane they're playing in Death Valley but Alabama has players that seem like they're cyborgs that's true they're very uh, T-1000 like Lebetard was saying the other day is Alabama the first and second best team like is there is their B team still better than everybody else they're just no. freaks of nature Alabama has won more than any Team, I mean, the accolades they have, the crimson tab, red like a medic. It's like they have the two most iconic college coaches of oh, two, yeah. two different centuries. You know, it's incredible. Bear it's Bryant incredible. and Nick Saban. I don't they're know what they're doing. They have to be cheating. The top four, Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, or LSU and Notre Dame. Oh, the most I, overrated team alive. I know. I hope they get into the final four and then they get smashed. Yeah. Penn South Bend. Uh, Penn State playing number five, Michigan, this weekend. Ooh. It is in the big house, Michigan. Um, Penn State's still number 14. We're still ranked, but pretty much no chance at getting into the final four. Final four. <clears throat> Pardon. Hold on. Um... I would like to say they may be one of the best teams I've watched in a long time. Really? Uh, especially because of their their um <clears throat> the longevity to come. Uh the Red Sox won their fourth World Series in 14 years. Yes. Uh four games to one. Yep. Against the Dodgers. Dodgers yeah. losing a second World Series in a row which is rare, I think. Right. To get to it's, two and not win in a row. The last time they won the World Series, it solidified the end of the curse, but this time it reinforced the dynasty. There was 2004, and the Red Sox won, and that was the oh my gosh moment. Oh my gosh. And like, then they won. And, and then 2008 the happened, and then it happened again. It was 2008? No, it was the Phillies. 2007. Seven. I think. It was around there, and then it was like 2012, maybe. They always get lost once we get into the teens. Right, and then just now. But it really, I mean, they're a team to be reckoned with. And the Dodgers are the only team, first of all, two amazing things happened, happened that day. It was the first time a sports equinox took place, which is when a professional team of every The four sport major sports. Played in the same city on the same day. Oh, wow. It was the Clippers... <laughs> It was Lakers, I guess Lakers played, Kings or something. Dodgers. And they played in the same place. So they did like a morning or afternoon game and a night game, I guess, because they both played the Staples Center. Dodgers and then the Rams. Oh, yeah. Um, wow. Oh, wow. Which is amazing. Because they have... And the Chargers. They have, except for hockey, they have two teams. Or, uh, well, I mean, the Angels are more Anaheim now, but they're still the Los Angeles Angels. Of Anaheim, so it, California. It, it was bound America. to happen, but it's the first time it happened. 
And the Dodgers are the first team since, I think it was the 50s, that lost consecutive World Series games in their hometown back-to-back. Oh, that's right. They're at home. Yeah. Oh, God. The and tweets were great. People were like, well, just remember, uh, you know, a lot of you know Dodgers fans, they're just such shitty losers. They're like, well, just remember, uh, Dodgers were the first to integrate racially base- baseball racially. Red Sox were the last. I'm like, yeah, but, th- but th- that has nothing to do with that they lost. <laughs> That's funny. That makes sense. Yeah. Brooklyn and Boston. Right. Of course. Interesting, though. Well, yeah. Do- uh, Red Sox, I-, I knew they were going to win before they went into it. I mean, I-, I didn't see the Dodgers beating the Red Sox. They're just too good this year. They were just too good. They can score Everything so many runs. Um, continuing the yeah, right. downward spiral of the Oakland Raiders over to the NFL. Niners oh, lead yeah. 17-3 at halftime. Uh, the Raiders, I feel like, are they tanking? And yeah. so when they get to Vegas, they have like some stud, you know, uh, quarterback, or running back, or wide receiver. I don't know what the hell they're doing. They have Carr, and they're paying him a lot. Right. I don't know. Tanking I, I feel is like weird. Gr- I feel like thought. Gruden though he wouldn't want to intentionally do that, but because he would still want a shot, you know. But I don't know yeah. what they're doing. Well, he's got like a ten-year deal, so it's not like they ex- can expect him to turn it around right away. Uh, no, not at all. They're really bad. They're like one in six or one in five. One in five. Um, Negra, yeah. talk to me with your face. You're... Eagles, I believe, have a bye this week. I believe so. Mayhaps. That's... Mayhaps. Mayhaps. Negra, anyway. Talk to me with your uh, face, yeah, you're... I believe so. The big matchup in the NFL, though, this week is the two greatest possible quarterbacks of all time. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. The Packers. It's incredible. In New England, will do battle. Sunday night. I mean Sunday it's night. Sunday night football game, NFL. Yeah, right. Also, Powerful. The four o'clock game. The Rams, undefeated <laughs> Rams, eight no. The only undefeated team who I still I'm just waiting. Just wait. Same with the Chiefs. Just wait until the playoffs. Uh, they play the Saints, who are and six that. and one, in New Orleans at four thirty. Rams Saints, holy dick! That's going to be a Fuck. great. <laughs> that's going to be a great game. Oh my gosh! I'm with you oh though. We gosh. talked about that in previous shows. These undefeated teams that do like eight and zero, nine and zero. They're usually the first one. Usually the first ones out of the of the playoffs. Yeah, it's the <laughs> it's it's like yeah, it's great. You're good against these teams for the first time. You know, like no one's seen this Mahomes. And he's just he's wowing everyone, but when the yep. when the pressure, but if they have the record, that, what are they? They're seven and one, so they're probably going to have home field advantage through the whole playoffs. Right. Ar- Arrowhead is a fucking mess. That is a horrible place to play. Is it? I mean, for a visitor, it's an yeah. old stadium. It's loud as shit. Yeah, is it? Yeah, the I know way it's, it's old built, too. The way it's, it's built, one of the oldest ones. Right, it's one of the only ones that doesn't have a stupid bank name. Attached to it, you know, Arrowhead. Right. Yeah. But it's probably like Fifth Third Bank Arrowhead. Right. The official name. Fifth Third Bank Arrowhead. Bank of the West. Bank of the West Coast. Oh! Marty shot my... Did you watch the uh, the game Monday night, the uh, Patriots and uh, Bills in Buffalo? No. It was the first time they were in Buffalo it. in a decade. 
Really? Let's go, baby! The score was 25 to 9. Wow. Frangible. The Bills are, are the Bills like the worst? Like yeah. The worst. Like all the like Hall of Famers didn't win a Super Bowl, but went You're to right. Four. They did the old nasty oh, bit. Right. The early 90s. They did the, uh, they went like, you know, three times. Four times. Four times. There you go. Yeah, it, it, it is a letdown. I can't believe it's been a decade since they've been there. Yeah. Makes sense, I guess. They were doing like the game college game day thing they do, where like they let the the fans stand behind them with signs. Oh, oh, right, right. And one guy had a sign that said, "These are all crazy Bills fans." Tom Brady is a Scientologist. Oh my gosh! Oh, oh my gosh! Did did a sign say that? Yes. Oh my gosh! I oh, how oh my long gosh! Disney like let that stay up before like you know a couple of commercial breaks. They kept coming back, and it was the only sign. It was huge, and it just Tom Brady is a Scientologist. Yeah, in huge in letters. Um, so someone in the control room freaked out. Right, a monkey in the truck. Uh, do you have anything from the Dick feed on your boy Mayweather, who thinks he can fight Khabib? Yes. The only thing left uh, about Mayweather is he is seriously considering fighting Khabib. But he wants the bankroll and the, the checks to come out in like exorbitant amounts. I feel like my personal professional opinion dealing with the stalking of Mr. Mayweather that I've done in the past three years, he will fight him. He will not beat him in the octagon, of course. It will be a boxing match. But I feel like he's going to ask for too much money. And I don't feel like Khabib can bring the weight to the fight that Conor McGregor did or can. Uh Khabib is not a lot of people know who he is next to uh, McGregor. Um, I, I don't think he could carry promoted as well. I feel like Mayweather, it's eclipsing of his popularity with these guys. It's going to get too watered down if he keeps doing these crossovers. I don't think he should do it. But newsworthy, he's, he said he would do it, but he wants uh, he wants like something crazy, like 500 million bucks or something that he would get if it was popular enough. Right, like his boxing matches aren't like paying him enough. So Dana White was like, of course he's coming for my guys. But if he wrestled Khabib Nurmagomedov, yeah. He would lose in in 15 seconds, maybe less. Maybe less. Yeah, there's no way. You don't get in the ring with a UFC fighter and and walk away. It doesn't happen. Crush Mayweather. I would love to see it. I would love for Mayweather to try to wrestle him. It oh doesn't God, happen. It would be so funny. It's like a a pitcher, you know, However. in the in the MLB going to be like, oh, I'll just go against this linebacker. It's yeah, it's right. no, it's two different. Th- it's not going to happen. Like you can, you're both athletically fit, but it's it's a different beast. Yeah, it's like I'm going to go over the middle uh, against Brian Urlacher and catch a pass. Yeah, it's not happening. Let him stick me, break me in half. Ain't ain't flying. And that. Oh, it's slow and painful because it's a urinary tract infection, but I still like it. Keep going. Sports with John. 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 By the way, do you know how to share a Snapchat URL? I was updating the website the other day with our Snapchat, and it's not just like snapchat.com slash nerd.35, which it is on every other site. You have to like 
go to the page and then like share it and change it. It's so bizarre, oh, which is why they're tanking probably. Right. Well, I found yeah, it though. Idiots. It's like get snap nerd dot 35 or something, but oh. it's not like, it's not easy to find on Snapchat. It's like it's you a can, different technology. Uh, they are stated, dude, they had a chance. It was like 13 billion or 3 billion and they turned it down and now everyone just copied what they do and made it better. And now right. they're like floundering idiots. They're, they're like the MySpace of 2000. Yes. You know, the 2010s. Fools. By the way, the St. Jude uh, all-time of every class that ever attended their reunion apparently is this month. I thought... Um, there's going to be five people that show up for that thing. Uh, sadly, there's still a bunch of losers who still live out there. There, there was... And I'm not knocking the school or the institution or anything. I'm just but, kidding. But there is a... Uh, there was a reunion... Facebook uh, group that came up that said St. Jude class reunion, you know, at the school on Saturday night. And I Clark thought, like, and I went to elementary school in Chalfont, PA. Right. It's our elementary school. And I thought it was like, because I guess the girl that put it together we went to school with. So I thought like, oh, it was for people in our grade. But then you read it and it was like people of all time from 1960 to 2018. I was like, we're well, going to have like 80 year olds with like 17 oh, really? year olds. Yeah. It was like of all time. And I, obviously, I can't go. I, I would go if I lived there. <laughs> oh, I would like, like to go. Yeah, if there were like, you know, you or Agnew or somebody else went, I would definitely go. But I, I obviously, I can't. I'm in L.A. I'm not going to, you know, fly back for that. So I said in the thing, I was like, uh, I, I can't go, but I would, I'll would. send in a video of me, like, I was trying to make a joke. Like, you know, like Supreme are... Leader Snoke in Star Wars, like you're like nine feet tall. Right. Pro- projection. Or, or like when like MTV Music Awards happen and like Eminem or somebody wins that's big and they're not really going to go to that shitty like award show. So they send in a video. So I was like, I'll send in a video you can play during the middle of it like as a joke. But I, but then people started commenting on it and I'm like, oh, I, no. so now I have to do this. Or oh, I'm gonna, that's right. I'm gonna to play. Like, hey, everybody. But I don't think I think like what, like two people are going to go. No, I think, dude, I think a lot of people still live there and I think a lot of people will go. I didn't look to see who. Or how many people said that they were going on the on the site? I'm acting like I I don't know but what the, it is. But I'm this, acting like we're not on the internet right now. But this group is is funny because I, I think a year ago they created an a, I don't know who's doing this, but there's some former student at St. Jude Elementary that's masterminding this web of collectively getting everyone to reunite for some reason. Maybe it's to like shame them. I don't know. Just randomly. Posting like pictures from old yearbooks, those black, yeah. black and white Some, yearbooks. Somebody's got too much time on their hands, and they're they're, they're drunk at night, and like, <laughs> let's get the friends together. So they created this page like a, a year ago, right? And it was, and they made me. Or I guess they invited me to the group. They invited you or whatever. But I guess when they invite you, you also are able to edit the page. So I immediately edited the background of the page to the Podcastles logo, and it was up there for like a week until somebody changed it and then removed my like administrative rights. But whoever set it up didn't understand like how Facebook works. So they, when they were inv- instead of inviting people, they were making them like admins of the page. So I immediately, you know, oh Frank God. Abagnale like went in there and started changing things to like our links, and it was like it's just so it's so bizarre. That is tremendous. Pat Fleming Kerwin is apparently the admin. No idea. Um, yeah, welcome home reunion. Please join us. <laughs> Please join us for our first welcome home reunion. Saturday, November, lots of food, drink, music, prizes, and fun. Take a trip down memory lane, your beloved elementary school. Oh, uh, 
Aaron O'Farrell, Jackie Day, Steve Wazilenko. Some of these names I remember, and some of them I just don't. I don't think they're real. I don't know anybody. I think except for Aaron. I think I would actually make a trip back and fly if they would recreate it like a time capsule. Like Hover had like that purple <laughs> dress on and was like in the room, and Linda Jean had like the sweaty pits and a flutophone. They and all... I could walk to each room and be berated. Like I would go back for that, but I don't want to sit in like a cafeteria and be like, "How's how's sales?" You know? all, no, I don't want to compare lives. Um, right. They all carry a big bell. <laughs> Mrs. Fisher has that big purple jacket, but insists that she hates the color purple. Right, but has a big purple jacket, the big bell, and there's like yard mothers, like the wardens of Shawshank. Oh, God, those hideous women. Those love women that. Love to go back there. Santa's Secret Shop. How much would it be? How amazing would it be if it was like Westworld and it was like, you know, uh, St. Jude School in like the early 90s and we could go back and like kill all of our old teachers. <laughs> you just blew my fucking mind. Westworld. Westworld. You know, just like walk right up to Sister Linda Jean and blow her head off. And then the next day she's back and she's like, get in line. Isn't that illegal? And you're like, what are you doing? Stop talking. You stop talking. And there's there's younger versions of ourselves there. Yeah, right. We can kill them too. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Before we go, I want to give a shout out to uh, U.S. Uh, Aviation today. I took a, a flying lesson with the folks at U.S. Aviation at Van Nuys Airport. And um, I flew a Piper. A Piper um, Cherokee. A single engine. It's a, it's a single engine. Early 80s model, I believe. Cessna. Uh, but it was cool, man. Um, you were with really your dad? Cool. I was with my uh, my father-in-law. Oh, with Johnny. Oh, no, with your, your uh, with Jen's dad. Yeah. What's yeah, his name? Went Paul. Paul. You were with Paul. That's so cool, dude. Where did you go? Where did you fly over? Like the mountains or like San Francisco? Or did you go to we, Japan? We just flew to the Island of Lost, and there now I'm in uh, the Dharma Initiative. It's an initiative. It's not a company. It's a, it's a project. Even the hatch. No, we went. We flew over the mountains, and uh, we went over uh, the ocean, Santa Monica, Malibu, and went around. Um, and I obviously wasn't able to like take off or anything because I'm not a licensed pilot. But I was able to fly it, um, and I was able to. Uh, Land it. Won't get close enough until they like kind of took over. But but flying it, um, it was really really intense, man. Like my hands were all sweaty, oh and I was like, oh, like flying an airplane. And they're like, no, you're doing really good. You're natural, really good. And I was like, all those hand-eye coordinations paid off. They're like, watch the watch the sky, please. I'm all ADing. I'm like, all those video games. Look, keep your hand on that wheel, sir. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. all of a sudden it nose dives. So could you like feel the weight of the plane like on the hand? Like, could you like tell that you were like operating a big machine and somehow it's floating in the air? Dude, it's the weirdest thing in the world. It's like, it's almost like being underwater or something. It's not like a car where you turn and it turns. You like turn it and then like a second later the plane turns. You, it's like oh, yeah. a lot. It's a lot of like anticipation. Like, delay, like you can't, like, if you just did like a hard right, yeah. you would like flip the plane over. Right, you'd so be you in have trouble. to like turn it. But the response is cool, like it, it, the the the, um, the yoke, which is what they call like the steering wheel, oh, the goat. is so sensitive. Like if you just pull back a little, like the plane goes up and you're like flying. It's the it's the most surreal wow. like, thing in the world, dude. I recommend it. Yeah, like when it you were up there, you're too. like, I can't believe I'm even doing this. It was amazing. We got it on Groupon for like 120 bucks or something like that. It was like nothing. 
What? And it, I, this isn't, I mean, are you one of these risk takers? Did your, did, did Paul talk you into it? Was it his idea or yours? Well, we, Jen and I bought it for him for his, for Father's Day this year because he used to be a pilot and he hasn't flown an airplane in a while. So we're like, let's get him like, you know, we'll rent one of these planes out with an instructor that can like let him fly and it'll be fun. So we finally, finally did it because he wanted to do it in the colder months because it's just, there's no air conditioning in these planes. It's too, in August. Oh, you, shit. So we so did was, it. Was it cold up there or was it nice? It was nice. Yeah, it's cool. And uh, we went on a Thursday, so it wasn't like super crowded with people or anything. Right. But it's weird because LA is such a metropolis of uh, airports. There's Burbank Airport, Van Nuys, oh, LAX. Fuck. So when we were flying, we had to check in with all these airports, like, let us know. It's amazing like how busy the skies really are. There's literally like hundreds of planes around the air at all times. I remember, uh, you know, when I was in Fort Lauderdale, I lived real close to the airport. Uh, and at night I would lay on the dock and every, mm. every minute and a half, the same exact coordinate a plane would fly by every minute and a half. Yeah. It was insane. Uh, like air traffic. It's yeah, crazy. Like their own roads up there. But dude, it, it's so detailed. Yeah. Like the signs and, and all the instruments you're looking at, the oh instrumentation and like, I mean, it's it's we're science. We're geniuses or mad. And yeah, it's wild. And the guy was like, no, flying's really easy. It's very easy. The thing that people like have to learn and get through is like the technical stuff and the, the like, like the things go wrong. Yeah. Like it's like, look at this. Like the, the actual part of flying is very easy, but it's like. Gosh, it's like, all the like coordinates and stuff you mm-hmm. have to do. I mean, unless you're like flying off some, you know, like airfield in Iowa or something in like big cities, there's like, Oh my God. Ton, yeah. Tons of information. I guess what I'm trying to say being thrown at you of what is like uh, around you. Cause there's, you know, these planes, there's no radar on these planes. You're going by rate radio. You know, it's not oh like, Oh, we got a blip God. over here. You know, it's so it's how do you, what, how do they even like, are they like, Hey, I'm at uh 24 north 16 degrees west or whatever and uh how would you know like how close they are by looking at where you are fuck so I wouldn't you be get, able to do the math quick enough it, it's a lot of math and you give them the Ugh. coordinates and you're like basically what i was told was the air traffic controller has to talk every five seconds that's his job because if oh. he doesn't talk then you you oh. need something to constantly be feeding you information or otherwise you might like get lost or oh. not know. And how you tell them is your coordinates. You're like, I'm at zero six zero on your compass. And then, oh. uh, and I'm horrible at math, but actually when you're up there and you look at that, it's like a video game. So you, right. you actually, you're like, okay, I know this button is telling me where I am. So zero six zero makes sense. Like when it has a purpose, it was easy. Right, like when you're doing it. Right, but like if it's like on paper, doing. I'm like, this right, doesn't yeah. mean anything. But it was, uh, like when, it well, when you tell them, something. they like kind of pinpoint the air traffic controller. Like, okay, he's at 060, this is here. Clearly, if you're too close to a plane, which we were when we took off, they were like, I need you to head do a heading of um, 020. And you just turn the plane until this little compass goes to 20. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, I'm here. Like, just stay there. Stay and then you level it out. <laughs> and then you have this thing called the altimeter which is basically like the horizon and you see like the ground, the sky and the middle and you want to stay in the middle. So if you like nose dip, it goes down and then you see like how high you are. So it like wasn't impossible when you're up there, but it was just a lot of, um, things around you going on to like, like you can't like fuck around up there. 
The geniuses. The geniuses who died figuring all this stuff out. It's just so crazy. It's crazy. But it was a lot of fun. And we ate at this restaurant earlier. Uh, afterwards called the 69th Airplane Squadron Restaurant or something. And it was like, yeah, just this, it was that pilot just hanging out. And it was like military stuff and old planes. Cool. And like the food was awesome and the drinks were flowing. It was like, a, basically oh, it was like a country man. club for pilots, but it like wasn't what? stuffy. There was like a fireplace. It wasn't golfers. No, it was like, it was awesome. And, and all the conversations around were like, yeah, well, when the Germans built the Messerschmitt, they they did this, and I was like, this was the coolest place in the world. Whoa! It was all like just pilots in there talking about stuff, and you know they're not like, yeah, there are a lot of them are like retired guys just like flying. So they're like, I remember in the war they did this, and it was it was just cool, man. It was a cool day. Fuck. Oh, and before it's we went up, a whole different we like circle, whole world. It's a whole journey. Before we went up. They put us in these flight simulators, which is like four computers and a chair, and it, you're basically in a cockpit. What? To like, so you could learn like how to do things a little bit, you know. So you don't you, you prep you. So you don't immediately do something wrong when you're up there and kill yourself. Right. So you do the flight simulator, and it's it's like you're in a plane, and uh, the it's so realistic. They have. They had the airport we were taken off of on the screen. And I was like, how many airports do you have in here? And they said, we have the entire database. And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, no, you can play around with it. They like, had Philadelphia Airport, Orlando. What? And it's like you're taking off these airports. I was like, if I had this at home, I would never leave. It's like you could I'd be go like, oh, to, we're flying out of Detroit today or something. You could go to JFK and land it on the <laughs> Hudson. You can do, yeah, Sully. Yeah. It was amazing though, but it was it's really intense. I can't eat. I, I would never. I can't do it. I would oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I don't need to. I, I don't like my feet on the. Oh ground. my gosh! My oh head my is gosh! High enough. You like dick on the ground. Oh but yeah. I want to want to bring that up because that was a uh, that was cool, man. It, it, it's so awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. So awesome for you. It was cool, man. It was a good time. So awesome for you. Not for me. Well, uh, if you um, you know happen to be taking a test as a child. And you want extra help without actually studying, you can cheat us. But if you want to chat with John and Matt on the inner worlds, you can cheat us at the underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening tonight. All shows available on Roku, Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. Follow John at JDH272P. I'm sorry. Follow John at Real JDH. I don't know. JD Hassinger, I think. On on Twitter, which I love the new handle, too, because it's kind of mocking Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's so many other John Hassingers, it's great. What is it? Yeah, because he's because there's so many other Donald Trumps. Um, real. At real, real. At real JD Hassinger. I love it. And I saw Hannah's now on Twitter too. She has eight thousand followers, and her hashtag is Itchy Baby. Itchy. That's the new word of the it's night. Amazing, amazing that that accumulated in just two hours. It's amazing. Itchy. 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 She got, she's getting itchy. She's going to get out of there. Niners up 31 to 3. Raiders. Holy shit. No, when Haya Ashley said, no, we're not leaving. Mickey and Minnie are here. I feel like she can use that in any situation of life to stay somewhere. Like, you could be at the grocery store and you're like, yo, I really got to get going. She's like, Mickey and Minnie are here. And you just kind of go with it. And you're like, okay, yeah, no, I, I guess. I can't say anything, but I think Hannah likes Mickey on TV better than Mi- Safari Mickey in real life. Maybe regular Mickey would be better, but not one dressed up like, uh, you know, an idiot. Well, well those characters Jones. are 
they are intimidating as a kid. I mean, they're these life-size, like, monsters kind of thing. Right, and they don't move their mouths. They don't, no. they don't blink. I remember there's, there's some video of me from when I was a real little kid, and Santa Claus came in, and I freaked out. I was like, he's just this big, oh, yeah. giant old man with this graggly white beard. I don't want him to touch me. Right, they're creepy. White they gloves. scare you. Why does he have gloves? Yeah, why is there gloves? Take your gloves why? off. You're why, does he, why does he know what I'm sleeping? Why are you sweaty? Why are you sweaty? Why is he sweaty? Tweet us. Okay, let's go podcast. Check us Tip. out for free. And thank you so much for listening to the podcast Nerd 35. From the gentleman in... The Podcastle's Nerd 35. From the gentleman in charge of John Gruder's aftershave, Jonathan Astinger, to the man in charge of digging up the trash can with Ben for this weekend, looking for some cans of aftershave to sell on the aftermarket. I'm Matthew Clark. Thanks for listening. Good night, everybody. I have nothing to say. Godspeed. <laughs> I'm always ready for a war again. Go down that road again. It's all the same. I fight you, I fight myself, I fight God, just tell me how many burdens left, I fight pain and hurricanes, today I wept, I'm trying to fight back tears, flood on my doorsteps, life in living hell, puddles of blood in the street, shooters on top of the building, government aid ain't relief, earthquake, the body drop, the ground breaks, the poor run with smoke lungs and scar faces, yeah right, you need a hero, hero. Yeah, you right. Hero. Look in the mirror, there go your hero. Who on the front lines at ground zero? Yeah, right. My heart don't skip a beat even when hard times bumps the needle. Mass destruction and mass corruption. The souls are suffering men. Clutching on deaf ears again. Rapture is coming. It's all prophecy. And if I gotta be sacrificed for the greater good, then that's what it gotta be. Yeah, right. Take my pain for me. Oh my gosh. Save my soul for me. Oh my gosh. Cause I'm alone to see. Oh my gosh. If I won't die for you. Oh my gosh. Let's go, baby!